Welcome to the Poultry Health Today podcast, where we talk all health, all the time. Here, engaging interviews with today's leading industry experts. Hosted by Poultry Health Today editors, podcast episodes highlight the latest ideas, insights, and advice to improve poultry health, welfare, performance, and food safety. Hi, I'm Carly Feeks from Poultry Health Today, and joining me is Andrea Mendoza, a graduate research assistant at Michigan State University. Welcome, Andrea. Thank you for having me, Carly. In your abstract for IPPE, you explain that table egg producers are switching to aviaries in response to demand for cage-free table eggs, but that managing the birds in an aviary system is difficult. Why is that? Well, yes, more egg farms have been transitioning to cage-free productions due to state legislation that's being passed to ban the use of cages. Um, Within these systems, they are labor-intensive because managing and handling the birds are a little more difficult. Um, With any other industries, the COVID-19 pandemic has created a labor shortage. And so this adds an extra pressure on the workers that are available to get the job done when it comes to handling and assessing the birds since the birds can freely move out of the reach of the worker's hands. And so this leads workers to have to climb and or crawl into the system to get the hens particularly the hens, um, if you have a multi-tier aviary system. In your experiment, you tried light and darkness to see if hens would move out of an aviary and onto the floor area. Explain what you mean by aviary floor areas, the setup of the facilities. Help us to envision the facility. I mean, isn't the floor area part of the aviary setup? Well, uh, the aviary that we have um, might be a little different from a commercial setting since it's smaller scale. But how the rooms are set up is we had the big Natras, the big Dutchman Natras 60 aviary system on the right side of the room. And so um, you have the four different tiers and then they also have a floor underneath of the system and also the floor air where the birds can dust bathe, they can scratch um, and do whatever they want. Um, So that was, what we wanted to see just to try to move the hens out of the aviary onto the floor area. Okay, and how many birds were involved and how old were they? So we had approximately 1800 Loman brown hens that were 56 weeks old. Um, At the MSU Poultry Teaching and Research Center, they have multiple rooms. And so we use four rooms and then um, we further divided the hens within those rooms. And then um, within the aviary system itself, it has three sections. And so we had approximately about 150 hens per section. Why did you want to evaluate movement to the floor area? So the second project that I'm working on is doing a ventilation shutdown procedure with the addition of heat and steam to depopulate laying hens. We thought that by turning on the UV lights, and gathering the hens in the floor area prior to depopulating them would make the cleanup and disposal easier on the workers um, since all the hens would be concentrated in one area um, instead of inside of the system. How did you apply UV light, non-UV light, and darkness? So we had um, a total of four rooms and then this means that we also had four treatments that were randomly assigned to each room. So the four treatments that we had were a controlled where nothing was applied, 
Then the second treatment was turning on the UV lights for 10 seconds. So this was more like a flash. The third treatment was turning on the UV lights for 10 seconds plus darkening the floor. And then the fourth treatment was just darkening the floor. And then the, the floors were darkened by just turning off the floor lights on the controller. What behaviors did you observe and which behaviors are considered normal and which ones would be considered stress indicators? So the behaviors that we were evaluating were preening, perching, dust bathing, wind flapping, and standing alert. All of these behaviors occur naturally um, in birds, but um, preening and wind flapping were, are considered through the literature comfort behaviors. And so we wanted to evaluate that. And then the ones that we use as stress indicators were perching and standing alert. You concluded that UV lights may not be effective for long-term movement, but that they might be used as a short-term control measure for undesirable behaviors. Can you elaborate on that? Yes. So um, when mesh, we had cameras set up within the room to record the spatial distribution of the floor and the system and to also observe how the hens were behaving. We measured the spatial distribution and saw that after five minutes, they were retreating back into the aviary quickly. Um, so if the producers needed to keep the hens on the floor for longer than five minutes, this technique might not be suitable, but it could be suitable in trying to prevent undesirable behaviors like piling and floor eggs. But more research should be conducted to explore these possibilities and also see any long-term consequences that may arise. Thanks for listening to the Poultry Health Today podcast. To get the latest news and interviews delivered to your inbox twice a week, subscribe to our e-newsletter by visiting poultryhealthtoday.com slash join.